It's time for a Humans in Tune conversation with Darren on 93.9 Mike FM. Hello, 93.9 Mike FM friends. First off, Happy New Year. Welcome to our first Humans in Tune segment of the year. Very excited to have with me today Pearl. Oh, I'm going to screw this up. Pearl Knopp Chiarenza. Am I close? You, you got it. You got oh, it. Yes. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you this much. I'm cheating because we have Knopp Floral here locally. But Pearl is my guest today. She is best known uh, for helping women authentically put themselves first without guilt um moms women you know you sacrifice a lot on a daily basis and a lot of times you uh just feel like you can't get enough done we do a lot of transformational things here as we have these chats and pearl is an expert at it and so without further ado i would like to welcome in my special guest pearl canop chiarenza pearl thank you for jumping in with me on a humans in tune segment Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. And, and to all the ladies that are listening, give yourself some grace today and um, sit back, grab a cup of coffee or tea and um, enjoy the conversation. Boy, grace is a good word. If you're one of those people that picks a, a word of the year, grace is a great one. Um, and especially when we talk about giving yourself some grace. Um, and we'll dig in on all of this. Pearl, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, where you're at, what your background is. Um, and we want to talk about being the Shiro of your life a little bit today, too, as well. Um, yeah, well, so th thanks. Mm -hmm. um, so my name is Pearl Sharenza. You can call me Pearl Sharenza, but Pearl for short is perfect. I am a mental fitness life coach. So I help women put themselves first unapologetically without guilt so that they do show up for everybody they love, their job, their business, whatever it is they, they love to do, they show up first for that because we're with ourselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, and so we have to be able to say yes to ourselves without guilt. I'm also um, a wife to my husband. I've been together for almost 40 years nice. and I have two amazing sons. One is forever 25, Matthew. We lost him mm. July of 22. And our other son, Nate, is going, it just turned 23. Four, I had to think what you're in because it's the year he was born. <laughs> so <laughs> right. he just turned 24, and um, he's actually engaged to get married in October. It's oh. an amazing lady. So lots of great things are happening here for us, and I, I'm excited to be here because I'm a recovering people pleasing addict. So you could have asked me to come help you put your socks away in your drawer, and I probably would have said, "What time do you want me there?" Uh huh. I, I'm that's part of the reason I was excited to have you on here because I'm kind of that way. I'm a fixer and I'm just, you know what, this, I, I'll just take care of this and I'll just take care of that and take care of this. And, and you find yourself at the end of a week going, uh, what, how is it Saturday already? You know, and, and how do I not have anything done for myself or, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. And, and we go a hundred miles an hour all the time. Now you have developed this, this Shiro, uh, is the title, the S-H-E-R-O. Um, now, this is more than just a word that we're using. Let's talk a little bit about that aspect of things. Yeah, so because I was such a people pleaser, um, in 2015, I had gone through the six-week identity and destiny course. At the end of the course, we had to give our I am statement. And I was still saying, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. And All your amazing titles, living. right? Um, yeah, I was wearing all my titles, right? So we, we do, we wear these titles, we wear volunteer, we wear wife, every, everything you could think of, we, I was wearing. And it was a friend said to me during the course that I met, she's like, I don't hear anything about Pearl. And I was like, oh my gosh, for six weeks, I sat in this course. I still don't know who the heck I am. So I decided to go on a journey to figure out who Pearl was. My older son, Matthew, was heading off to college that June. 
of 15. So I brought him off to college. I went back and reconnected with my, my younger son, Nate, because he's so much like me. He's a, he could do things on his own. He's built two or three computers. He's just such a smart kid. So I kind of took that for advantage. So I went on the journey to reconnect with him. And once I started working through those, it was time to do something for myself. And my husband is amazing. Like he's always like, why do you do it for everybody else? Why don't you show up for yourself? So I decided I need to do that. So mm -hmm. I, my first thing was to learn how to say no. And saying no, as you know, Darren, is yeah. so hard. It <laughs> is. We're like, they're going to hate me. They're going to think I don't like them. They're gonna yeah, think well, they're going to think I don't care. Right. I think that's for right. me personally, that's my big thing is like by saying no and not doing this thing for them, they're going to think I don't care about their cause, their organization, their their dreams. Yeah. And and so and so I decided to take something as I know we got a little lag. So if I'm talking over you, I'm apologizing. No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. So I decided to take something as simple as a rock and put it in my pocket or my bra strap if I didn't have a pocket on and move it three times a day by saying no to something. And so what I found is I was intentionally, it was hard at first, but I started, as I said, no, I realized I was starting to show up for things that I love to do. So if I had before said yes to helping you with a nonprofit volunteer thing, I may not have showed up, like maybe it was for a dog thing. I mean, I love my dog, but I'm not a dog lover to go do stuff like that. So as I started to do that, it was the big aha was I, I, I could go, hey, Darren, I know so-and-so that can help you with that event. And they got so much more contacts in that area than I do. So I started becoming known as this connector. Like I was opening doors for others, which made me sit back and wonder, who else was I keeping that power away from and stepping forward? Mm. And so, yeah, so it was so amazing. So that's where the Shiro came from, because as I started doing that, I found I've, I got more strength in the word no. It didn't bother me to say no to you. I said no as happy as I would say yes to you. And then as that was happening, I was less stressed. Because I wasn't worried about, oh, my God, I got to go do this thing or I got to go volunteer for that or I got to go help my kid do this. You know, I am I became happier in my life. I was sleeping better, you know, and that sleep is so, so important for our health. And then as that happened, I started becoming empowered. And crazy enough, I was such a shy girl when I was younger. I would never thought I'd be on a stage speaking about this. And I found myself doing the one thing I wanted to do was always held myself back. And that was speaking on stage. But the other big thing I started to do was holding retreats and these self-care retreats on how to do exactly this method of saying yes to yourself. And so this year in September, we have our eighth annual retreat we're doing. So, nice. you know, I became, yeah. So I became empowered to do things that I was holding myself back from stepping into and worried about, you know, especially we as humans, that word fear just freaks us out like oh what if it's not successful but what if it was 50 percent as successful as what you wanted to right mm -hmm. so as i became empowered to do that i started walking into rooms and people would go hey pro what's different about you like you got this glow and you, you know you did you cut your hair did you lose weight like i had this radiant glow about myself and so as that happened I could walk in a room and be confident no matter what was thrown at me or what, even in life, I could handle it. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, the O, I started being the original person that I wanted to show up as in my life. And my family was noticing it. 
my 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 business was growing because of it and here's the big thing i also started setting boundaries around people and things that needed to have boundaries locked around them including a father who my oldest son matthew um, was mixed race and adopted he became racist towards my son i set a boundary and locked the fence to him i had to set boundaries around friendships but i also had to set boundaries around myself for what i would give of my time Right. And so that Shiro came out and and to be honest with you, it's not a female, just sure. a female. A guy can be a Shiro, too, because we need to live life stronger. We need to live life as a happier individual. We need to be empowered to do things that are that we want to do that. We just said, oh, maybe I'll get to it. And as you do that, you're going to show up in your life. And you're going to glow up as a radiant person and be that original person you're supposed to be. Because I learned a year and a half ago, 18 months ago, Darren. I lived my life this way before my son passed, and I learned that I had to go back to that toolbox when he passed to continue living that way. And that's where the Shiro method came from. I gotcha. Well, and that, you know, that makes a whole lot of sense just intrinsically, just for time management and delegation of things you're doing, you know, on a very basic level. That's that in itself gives you more time for that introspection, uh, you know, and that ability to just. You almost want to go and make a laundry list of what am I missing out on for me? What am I not doing for me? Like, you know, I'm doing so much stuff. I'm not making time to go to the gym or take good care of self. Or like you said, get that good night's sleep. I think we only collectively as people get about 130 nights a year out of the 365 we get where we actually get a good night's sleep. And for a lot of us, that number is probably a lot smaller. So, uh, you know, and that is, you're right. That's so important to your health. Um, but, you know, the, all those pieces that come together, it's not just your physical health, your mental health as well. And we know how being that constant, you know, carrier of missions and, and deliverable of deliverables, you know, that is a lot of pressure on your mental health state for sure. Yeah, for sure. And that's where I love, um, I I'm a, got a training in a, a program called Positive Intelligence. It's called PQ. And what I love about it is it takes, um, we walk through the process of understanding, you know, what are our judges? I was a people-pleasing addict. I had to do something as simple as a rock to make a change, right? But sometimes we're that person who is a risk taker. We, we're not happy with the, the achievement we just got. So let me go do the next thing, you know? Maybe you get an award and you, you know, you're like, this award's great, but, but you want the next award instead of sitting and enjoying, you know, why did you get the award? Mm-hmm. What worked for you to get the award? What didn't work so that you can get, you know, change things that didn't work to help you move on to the next thing. And so the great thing that we do is I work with my clients is that we, we work on staging those thoughts as those things come up, those judging, you know, I'm not worthy. They're not going to like me. As those things come up, we have tools in a toolbox. Something as simple as rubbing your fingers together can calm those thoughts down or naming. I, my, my, I have an, I have a great, her name, her name is my aunt Betsy. I came up with the name for my saboteur and my judge not because I didn't like my Aunt Betsy, but because she's such an amazing person that she could say no to things with no problem. Mm. So when my my thoughts come up like that, I'll be like, nope, not right now, Betsy. So I, you know, I, I use that, I, na- I name it. So right. what happens is as you do that, you start calm, you find yourself calming down. And as things come up, you're like, okay, how would I handle this? Take some time out, walk through it, pros and cons, and then make a decision on how you want to move forward with it. And you've, you, by adding a name to it, you've identified it, you've, but identified it pinpointing what, you know, versus, a, oh, here comes that old feeling again. No, here comes Betsy again. And I need to, you know, put that where it needs to be. That's a, 
It's a brilliant idea to control those things. And it's probably eye-opening because you realize how much that comes up or how often that comes up versus what you probably thought. Oh, well, it's not that big of a deal when you realize, oh, gosh, yeah, that is. Um, wanted to share a comment here on the Facebook Live from John McGowan. He says, thanks for sharing your journey. Thankfully, my lovely wife taught me no, gives me more time to help those that I say yes to. And that is a valid point by saying, you know, you spread yourself too thin, essentially, right? If you say yes to everything under the sun. So it makes you more effective yeah. in those things that you do want to do that are satisfying to you and to others. So. Yeah, and I love that, that his wife does that. I think it's really powerful. One of the things I'm going to give a shout out to my sister-in-law, Melissa. I came up with the, I, I love the, I don't care for the word stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad, whatever that right. stay-at-home. Because nobody's sitting home just eating bonbons and we watching soap operas all day anymore. <laughs> Wouldn't that You're be busy. cool? It would be. Yeah. Back in the day, they did, but not anymore, yeah. right? So so my sister-in-law, I was visiting her and my brother one time. My nephew was like three or four. She's like, hey, come upstairs. Sean's got to put his clothes away. I'm like going, put his clothes away? He's like three or four years old, right? I mean, my kids never did that at that age. And she's like, well, we're all a team here. He has to play his part. They're not going to put away perfectly, but he's learning the steps. And I was yeah. like, oh, so you're a CEO of the household. Just like, yeah. And I'm like, I love that. So <laughs> I love my state, my changing the name from stay at home to CEO mom or CEO dad. Yep. And the thing too is empower those that live in the household to do things that are part as if you're running a business, because yeah. why do you have to be the one, whether you're, you know, the running household is a male or female that does everything. They all live in the household together. It's a business you're running. And when you can do that, the cool thing is you empower your kids or those around you to be part of something bigger mm -hmm. and you have more time and you're less stressed out. And you're essentially building the building blocks of what most of us do for 50 years, which is work a day job. You know, uh, you're building that sense of, of responsibility, you know, task management, time management. You're starting that at a very early age. That's going to become so critical through the educational years and on into the workforce. And they're already going to be used to, you know, being, managed per se by mom but you know it, it makes sense and building those early tasks uh makes them habits and yeah. and those are good habits that will just be part of their day-to-day -day life and they won't be like oh i gotta do that again at work you know uh helps build those good habits yeah. for sure yeah and the other thing too with that too is empower your kids to recognize um we talked about how many i named betsy so mm -hmm. before i went on this journey my kids used to say, you sound like grandma or you sound like papa. And I was like, I knew that growing up, I did not want to sound like my parents because it wasn't the best, best environment. I love my parents. They did the best they could. So I would tell my kids. So we came up with a phrase and you and I talk before we get on here. I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan, right? right? So I would tell my kids, okay, when I start acting or saying like that, I want you to say Buffalo because I'm a Bills fan and I don't want you to hurt my Bills feelings, right? So I empowered my kids that they saw a behavior that they weren't comfortable with or they didn't like maybe how I was speaking to them. They didn't have to learn. They didn't have to be disrespectful. They could just go, hey, mom, Buffalo. And mm -hmm. I could stop and be like, oh, okay, what about that bothered you? Like we could open up conversations about what I said or did that bothered them, right? Yeah. Because we have to empower our youth to have a voice, but do it respectfully too. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to teach them. That's what I was going to say. That's a big part of it is creating that trigger word that everybody's familiar with. It's the same thing, you know, when you tell your kids, Hey, if a stranger comes up to you and says, your mom said, I have to come get you, you know, here's their, here's the secret word you need to know. Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of concept, but here it's, you know, without saying, mom, you're being a real jerk. 
Uh, this is a great way for them to bring that around to surface <laughs> and create that conversation, but feel confident knowing that by doing that and by creating that conversation, they're not going to, you know, forego the wrath of mother here. So exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And it's, and that's powerful stuff. And, you know, we hope generation generationally we grow that, but you know, women and, and men who find themselves in this position right now where you feel like you're constantly pouring out, uh, but never pouring back into, um, I know you have some incredible tips for those folks to get them on the right track and to, and to empower them to love yourself, to appreciate yourself, respect yourself for the, for your contribution and by respecting yourself for your contribution, limiting yourself on what you contribute. Yeah. I mean, one of the big things is communication is key. We've talked about that with some of the examples we've done, but really when I went on this journey to figure out, I, I needed to spend some time with myself. I communicated with, you know, my son wasn't at college yet, but I communicate with the family and say, listen, when I get home, you know, or come downstairs from working, I want you to know that around eight o'clock at night, I'm going to go and just take some time for myself and just quietly sit, you know, for myself. That means I'm not, I don't want you to bother me. It doesn't mean I don't love you. I don't want to spend time with you. Right. It just means I want to do something for me. So unless the house is burning down, you and dad can figure it out, right? <laughs> or, you know, if you don't have yes. anybody, a partner at home, just give them parameters, right? Right. So that that's the first thing is because we got to learn to communicate our re- realistic expectations. So communicate that to them. The other thing is if you do have kids, self-care isn't selfish. Like the coolest thing, I have boys. I never had girls, you know, and the coolest thing was, to go and figure out what they enjoy doing. So my older son, Matt, he played football. He had horrible football feet. So we would go and do Patty and Manny's together. And our our person, she would always laugh at us when we came in because he was a teenager by now. And we would talk about everything. We would talk about sex. We would talk about self-protection, everything. And she'd sit there and she's like, oh my God, you just have these great conversations. I'm like, well, they need to be comfortable with this, mm-hmm. right? And then my younger son, he is a big like movies. He loves good movies and he lo- he loves he's got this old soul around politics. So he loves to talk about politics and things like that. So we might go to a movie or we might grab a sandwich and just talk about what's happening in that in that day. But it's it doesn't have to be selfish. It can be even if you don't have money to do any of those things, sitting down and watch an old cartoon with your with your littles if you want to or right. something with your olders. But creating that space that allows you to do that with those that you love is another thing. And then also the artist saying no is not easy, but practice it in the mirror. No. So all you gotta do is say no and put a smile on your face. And then the thing is, is like when you have to tell somebody no, it could just be like, you know, Darren, that sounds like a great thing. And right now it's just not a good fit for me. Right. And then if you know somebody that can help them be like, Hey, let me introduce you to so-and-so. But if it's just no, it's no. Or right. let's say it's something you want to do, but this year's not the right timing. Cause I usually, do my vision purses i don't do vision boards i do vision purses i usually do those like october time frame so i might say to you hey you know what i love that idea this year's not a good time if you do it next year how about you reach out to me like july and let's talk about it because that's when i plan my next year right so it's all about communication it's really what it comes down to but the boundary part is hard and i just want to say that when it comes to boundaries um i'm going to get a little godly on you for a second i i remember my parents went through a divorce they were in there i was 43 years old and i felt like even in my 40s a little girl being torn apart between my parents sure and i remember i was at a church retreat and father bill said pearl we don't pick our family we don't pick our parents they're picked for us through god however 
Life is about playing a game. So what's your favorite game? Football. Okay. When somebody has to sit on the bench or they're not qualified to play, what happens? They sit out the game. So if they have to sit out your game of life, it's okay. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It just mm -hmm. says, you know what? You don't fit in these boundaries for me right now. And if they want to come in and play, it doesn't mean you don't have to lock the fence. Now, with my dad, I did end up locking the fence because I gave him once and twice and third time you're out. Right. But you can create those boundaries. And it's so important. And once you do those, if you can do even any of this, one of those steps, you start showing up for yourself more. And I guess the thing I would say to you is if you really want to answer the question, and I did this before my son passed, but let's say you're not promised tomorrow. And I can tell you 20, within 20 minutes talking to my son is when I lost him. What if tomorrow, the only thing your loved ones and friends could say about you at your eulogy is what you said, what they saw you do for yourself, not what you volunteered for, not what you helped other people and said yes to, but the things you said yes to yourself for, what would those be? For me, it would say, I could come by Pearl's house and saw her sitting on the front porch swing. I would see Pearl go take staycations because I live in Florida. So I go off to the beach once a quarter, right? They would say they saw me do those things. And so that's the question I want to leave them with is what's, what would your friends say if that's all they could do? Mm -hmm. That is a great perspective to look at it. Yeah. If I were to write my eulogy today and exclude, you know, he did this, he was on this board, blah, 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 blah. What would it say? That that's, that's an interesting, provoking way to think moving forward. I like that. You're welcome. Uh, these are some some great things that you shared with us today. It is such a good digest. Uh, I know that you're very accessible and easy to find. You've got some books out as well uh, that folks can find. So if you want to learn more about our Shira League, we have a membership program. Um, if you want to come in and visit us, you get a two-month visit for us for free. You can just go to wsliving.com backslash Shiro League. So that's wsliving.com backslash Shiro, S-H-E-R-O, League. And then you can get all the information there. Um, I do have books out there too, so you can always um, reach me through that link as well. Um, but we also are working on a book coming up. So if you have any listeners that have adopted a child of a <laughs> different race than they are, we are in honor of our son. Him and I were working on a book project. It's called Beyond Skin Deep, Stories of Intercultural Adoptions. So if anybody's out there that wants to share their story, we would love to hear from them as well. And the same link, awesome. wsliving.com backslash Euro League. That applies to a couple of my best friends. So I'm going to reach out to them about that and make sure they, they're aware. I think that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, you're easy to find on social. wsliving.com is the website to hit for all the good details. Uh, we'll be sure to post that link along with the story in the podcast. Um, but you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, uh, and of course, you've got your own podcast that's out there as well. Um, easiest way for folks to find you there. My podcast is called Conversations with Pearl. So it's on all Perfect. the platforms and on YouTube. So it's Conversations with Pearl. Easy to find. So go search it. Listen to more nuggets of wisdom. Dare I say it, pearls of wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's a stretch, um, but I appreciate you so much being a part of the show today and hanging out with me and having this great conversation. I encourage our viewers and our listeners to pursue you more and uh, and to pursue their own self-growth through these tips that you've given us today. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Thanks, Pearl. Has been another Humans in Tune segment with 93.9 Mike FM. This is Darren Bergfeld. On behalf of Pearl, we will see you for the next Humans in Tune. Stay tuned to 93.9 Mike FM on air and on Facebook. 
Thanks for catching this Humans in Tune conversation with 93.9 Mike FM. Find previous interviews on our Facebook page, or you can listen via our podcast at 93.9MikeFM.com.